everyone, and welcome to God Talk with Kim D, a Christian podcast for Christian singles as well as non-believers that are looking for a meaningful relationship. Hi, I am Kim D, and welcome to God Talk. I hope everybody's doing well today, and I pray that all is well. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. So today's topic is on God is the ultimate. I just wanted to talk about God and to share a few things about him being the ultimate in your life today. As you can see, I'm wearing my prayer shawl to honor Israel. And at the end of this podcast, I would like to pray for Israel of what's going on there and also to pray for those who don't know Jesus. So today, let's talk about the topic, God is the ultimate. As you see what's happening today, that there was a war that broke out in Israel today. And, and as I'm looking at that, I'm just like, wow, Lord, you're, you're coming back soon. And the Bible, everything that's in there, the prophecies are being fulfilled. And it's very important as I'm talking to the Lord that we as Christians need to get out there and start sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to tell our neighbors, our friends, our co-workers just to share. We don't want to shove God down anybody's throat, but we need to be led by the Holy Spirit of what God says on being a Christian and what it means to be a Christian. A Christian is not a perfect person. A Christian is a person that is Christ-like and does the things that God does, meaning loving people to life, forgiving people, building people, and talking about the things of God. This is what a Christian is. A Christian is a person that loves people no matter for their wrongs, or their goods. Because we have to remember, before we became Christians, there was somebody else that was praying for us and that we had to ask God for forgiveness and that we had to repent for the things that we have done. But the coolest thing about God is that once you repent and you ask God to forgive you, God forgets it. And he's like, come in, child, I love you. This is who I am. I love you. I created you in my image. God wants to know whether or not you want to choose today to live eternity with him, or do you want to live in hell for eternity? I know a lot of you are probably like, well, who cares? Yeah, I just believe that you were born and you died. No, sorry. That's not how it works. We are here to worship God. We are here to love him as he loves us. We are here to fellowship with him and to go and tell the world to nations to nation who Jesus is. We need to let people know that God forgives us and that he loves us. God is the ultimate. He is God. There is nothing Nothing in this world that can ever compare to him or to take his place, ever. He is the ultimate. He is the one that says, listen, daughter, listen, son, come to me so I can show you how to live life and to live it abundantly. 
God came to give us life abundantly. God came to have us fellowship with him. God wanted us to love him like the way he loves us. What a God that loves us. God does not do bad things to us. God is not the one that says, you know what? I'm going to punish you and send you to hell. Do you know that you can send, you're sending yourself to hell when you don't accept the Lord? When somebody comes to you and tells you, hey, you know, I want to share Jesus with you. No, I, I, I don't want no, I don't want to know about him. I, I, I don't care to know about him. I, I don't want to have anything to do with him. But then when you die or when God comes back and there's people still here on this earth, there's going to be some that are going to be going with him as when he comes back for the second coming that are going to leave this earth and to meet him in the sky. And then there's going to be those who are left here that will go through those tribulations on this planet. Don't you want to be the one that when God comes back, that you just beam out of here and you're gone and you're just whew, with him in a twinkling of an eye? We don't know the hour or the day or the time when Christ is coming back, but we need to be ready for him. We need to tell those you need to be ready to meet your maker that you know who Jesus is. Today is the day. Today is the day to make a decision on serving this mighty God. I love God. Am I perfect? No. Do I fail? Yes. But I pick up my cross and I continue to live life. And if you're single and you want to be married, but you're going, well, all of this stuff is, this is happening. You still have to live life. We don't know when Jesus is coming back. If you have a desire, and that is something that the Holy Spirit has spoken to your heart, your heart, excuse me, for you to be in a relationship or in a marriage, then pray about God sending the right mate to you. If you're the person that says, no, I don't want to be married. I just want to serve God full heartedly then do that. I am here to tell you, whichever way you go that you serve God, God still loves you and God is still gonna bless you in your walk with him. Amen. So today, as I speak about the ultimate of God, talking about how great he is and how he is the only person that's gonna get you through life, listen, Read your word. Find a church that is biblically speaking about the things of God. I am not talking about these churches that believe in magic or they believe in witchcraft or they believe in these rituals. A lot of people believe that healing is not today and that is a lie. Healing is today. If God is the same as today, yesterday and forever, that's a God that doesn't change. So whatever happened in the beginning is still happening today. And today is your day to accept him as your Lord and Savior. I am here to tell you that God is speaking to me and telling me, Kim, tell people that I am coming back and I'm coming back soon. And that people need to be ready to meet the Father. And do you know that when God comes back, it says in the word of God that every knee shall bow. Everything on this planet 
everything will bow and confess that he is Lord. Even you that are atheists that don't believe that he is real, you're going to confess that he is Lord, that he is the true Messiah. He is God and God alone. He is the greatest. He is the I am, and he is the King of the Kings and the Lord of the Lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the author and he is the finisher. He is the son of David and the son of man. He is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is real. And those who are telling you that he's not, they are not telling you the truth. There is a difference. There is good and there is evil. There is God and there is Satan. Satan is real. If someone is telling you that, oh, I, 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 Satan is not real and I don't believe in the devil, it doesn't matter if you don't believe. It doesn't matter that you can say that he does not exist. He exists. No matter if you say, well, God doesn't exist. He does exist. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. The bottom line, there's God and there is Satan. Those are the true facts and those are the truths. I'm here to tell you that. Those are true things. And today, there is so many pastors that are speaking truth and there are pastors that are speaking lies. You need to pray and ask God to guide you into the right body of Christ, the church that you should be fellowshipping at, that is teaching the word of God by the Bible. I'm not talking about their Bible of what they think and what they believe. I'm talking about what God said in the Holy Bible. You need to listen to what he says, not what everybody is. Well, you know, I believe that um, there's we are reincarnated and that when I come back into this life, I'm going to be a dog. That is the wrong answer. And that is not true. That is not true. It is not true. Once you die and you are appointed to die, there is no coming back. You're going to meet God. You're going to be judged by God and it's going to determine if your name is in the book of life that you will spend eternity with him. I am not here to scare anyone. I am not here to scare you and say, oh, if you don't do this and you do that. No, I'm telling you the reality and the truth. You have a decision. When God created you, he gave you a will. And the will is you can choose which way that you want to live, who you want to choose, which way that you want to go. People, pay attention to what's going on in this world today. The laws are being changed. God is being taken out of the schools. God is being taken out of the courts. God has been, get, they're trying to take him out and saying that he doesn't, he's not real. And they're allowing these false gods and these false things to come in and making us to believe that these things are true. And they're not. They are not. We need to love those who are still saying, well, this is the truth and I believe in reincarnation. Pray for them. 
I'm talking to you right now, Christians. Pray for those who are telling these lies and spewing discord and saying that, oh, this is how it is and this is the way it should be. No. I'm going to tell you something. When God created man and woman, it was between man and woman. It was not created with a man and a man or a woman and a woman. It was created man and woman. That's what's God's design. Now, if people choose to live the lifestyle that they're choosing, then that's on them. But don't hate somebody just because they're living their life the way they're living it. You have to pray for them. Pray that they will know and know the truth from the word of God. God does not spew hatred. He speaks love. That's why he died for us on the cross 2,000 years ago for our sins, for us to repent and to know who he is. God knew that man, when man failed, when Adam and Eve, when Eve ate the fruit from the tree, it brought sin upon man. That's what happened. Whether or not you want to believe it is the truth. And my concern for the people today is for people to really know what the truth is and to know that God is really real. And it hurts my heart to know how people have all of these ideas and these false conceptions about how this world came about and who God is and they think that this God is this old man that's in the sky looking to condemn you and to throw you into hell when that is so far from the truth. He is a loving God and he's saying, daughter, son, please come and know who I am. But God wants you to know him freely. Okay, let me give you an example. When you fall in love with somebody, do you make that person love you? Do you tell that person Hey, this is how I want you to be. Do you speak to them in a way that you're telling them, hey, um, you have to love me or else if you don't love me, this is what's going to happen to you. You cannot make a person that does not love you, love you. You cannot force a person to love you. You, you cannot. Why would you want to force someone to love you? If I'm going to, if I'm in love with somebody, I want to love them freely because of who they are and who they have become and what they represent. And that's with God. When God created us, he did not create us to be forced into making a choice to love him. He wanted us to love him freely. So if God created that, how is it that you want somebody to love you or you're making that person love you when that's not how that person feels. You need to love that person freely. And that's what God has given us the choice. God has been showing himself on this planet for 2000 years plus to show us how great he is and to show us how much he loves us and to spend time with us. He is a father that has a personality. He has a sense of humor and he is a God of laughter. He is not this God that is here to condone, condone, condemn you, excuse me, and to tell you, you better accept me or else you're going to hell. That's not so. God gives you the opportunity 
and the freedom to accept him the, the way you want to accept him. You accept him because you fell in love with this merciful God, this God of grace, this God of compassion, this God that is a loving God, this God that is a healing God, this God that is your friend and that he wants to be in fellowship. God loves you, period. No matter what the things that you have done, he still loves you. And do you know when you choose not to love God, and there is people that have left this earth that refuse to know who Jesus is and has wind up in hell. Do you think that that was a pleasure to God that that person winded up in hell? No, that hurts God because God was hoping that you would accept him and that you would see who he is, that he is the Messiah, and that he loves us, and that he cares for us, and that he is a God that is a forgiving God, and doesn't remember our sins no more when you truly repent. He is a loving God. So today, I am hoping by what you have heard from me by the Holy Spirit, that you are accepting him as your Lord and Savior. And check it out. Go to the Word of God. Get a Bible. Talk to somebody that's a Christian. And I'm not talking about the Christians that are, are saddling the fence. One minute they're in the world and the next minute they're in Jesus. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those who have sold themselves to the Lord, that are sold out, that they're like, you know, this is the ultimate God. This is the God that I want to serve. I want to serve a God that is a loving, compassionate God that loves me no matter how much I fail, How doesn't matter how much I have done on this planet, but just loves me because I'm his creation. That's the God that you should serve. The loving God, the father of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the true God of Israel. So today, as I conclude and as I end this series, I want to pray for you that are non-believers, that you will know who God is. And then I want to pray for the Christians for your strength and that you will be build up in the things of God. And then the last thing I want to pray about is Israel, for the peace in Jerusalem and Israel, and that we will see the power of the Most High God. Amen. So Heavenly Father, I pray for those who don't know you. I pray for the non-believers, those who are just questioning if there's really a God because of what's happening in this world today. I pray for their hearts, Lord, and I pray that you would send men and women of God that will go to them and to share the gospel and to show the compassion of who you are as Jesus Christ. I pray for their hearts, their soul, and their mind. And I pray that today that they would accept you as the Lord thy God. And Heavenly Father, I pray for the Christians. I pray for those that are getting persecuted for their beliefs. 
I pray for the missionaries that are in these different countries talking about the glory and the grace and the love of God. And I pray for their strength, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would continue to strengthen them in this time. And those who are ministering right now, I pray for them, Lord, that you would strengthen their walk with you. And I pray for a hedge of protection around them by the blood of Jesus Christ. And Lord, as we all come together to pray for Israel, I pray for Israel, Lord. I pray for them, Father God. I pray that there's no more killings, Lord Jesus, and that the ones that have lost their loved ones, that you would comfort them right now. I pray for those who are fighting and starting these wars right now, Lord Jesus, that you would speak to them and that they would turn from their wicked way. I pray that, Lord Jesus, for the angels of God, that they're in the four corners of Israel as well as Jerusalem. And I pray for the rabbis, and I pray for those who don't know you as we know you, God, that they would come into knowing you in Israel right now. I pray for your peace, love. I pray for the blood to cover them. I pray that, Lord Jesus, that this horrific terrorist attack will turn into good and that God, they will see the glory in you. And Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity that I could come and preach and to speak truths about you, God. And I give you the praise in the name of the Most High, El Shua, El Shaddai, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So be it. It is done. I hope that you will continue to tune in and I thank you for your comments. I appreciate your love for me and I pray that God will continue to bless you and your household and we will meet again in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye.